Hello everyone, welcome to the Elliot Confidential Podcast. My name is Aaron and today I'm joined by Aiden and Christopher Elliot. And this week we are in Melbourne. How do you guys like Melbourne? I like Melbourne a lot. How about you, Aiden? I'm enjoying it quite a lot. We're kind of in the middle of everything. I know. It's very much unlike the other places we've been where we haven't been in the middle of everything. Yeah, back there when we would talk with uh, or meet with anybody from the city, they would and we told them where we were staying, they'd be like, oh, wow, you're way yeah, out how, of the birds. How did you end up there? Right, yeah. Exactly. Although, in fairness, though, when we were in Hobart last week, it was we were a little bit closer to oh, where yeah. everything was. But but Hobart's smaller. Yeah, yeah, Hobart is not, I wouldn't consider it the big city. This no. is the big city. We are in the middle of everything. We're in a place called St. Kilda. And just across the street, there's a park, and they're having the Formula 1. Formula one mm, so we get to hear that every morning. So I wouldn't say it would be a, a bad thing to assume that the main reason you like this place is because of the food, though, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, no, we, we should talk about the food. No, 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 no. It, 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 you said no. I would say yes to that, specifically in our little bubble area. Right. Because you go out of it. We just went out of our little bubble today, actually. And we had some of, you know, some typical um, Australian food. And if you've listened to our podcast, you'd know we're not very big fans of Australian food, but just right around where we are, there's some really good international food. There's, um, we talked about this in the last podcast, but there's a really great uh, falafel place just down the street from us, there right is. across the yes. street. Uh, the, the, that falafel place is an Israeli falafel place, and it's just across the street from a, um, uh, I, I don't know. another falafel I, place. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's not Israeli. It's no, it's not Israeli. It's somewhere it's, else. It's, uh, it's from it's Turkish? Turkish? I think it's Turkish. Oh, Turkish? Well, uh, let's just say that they're not big fans of each other. Uh, and They're uh, right next to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me, let me interrupt for a second because um, I want to get to our question of the week. We, had, we got so many great uh, answers to last week's question. So this week, and we're going to get to this as well, we're going to talk about weather. But the question is, where have you visited where the weather has just been so unexpected, so crazy, that it was the thing that you talked about when you got home? Wow, the weather was so weird. And we're, we're going to have our own weather stories from Melbourne because Melbourne is, it's many things, but it's a weird weather city. So, okay, back to the food, though, Aiden. Those two places are incredible. There's also a third vegan pizza place that we went to. Yes. Great mm. international food in this Small area. And Brad, too. Yes. We're right, actually, we're downstairs. There's a bakery. From a French yeah. bakery. And, they all, and they're legitimately French. They yeah. all, they speak French to each other. Exactly. Uh, and, well, of course, you know, we just said it, but we, we, we left uh, to find food a little bit farther away from our place. And, uh, well, yeah. it's, it's Australia. It's definitely Australia. Well, the thing about Australia is they love sugar. I think we maybe mentioned that we in mentioned our last that before. podcast. I think we also mentioned, like, um, uh, it's like the way that people used sugar in the U.S. in the 1970s. Only reason I mention that is because I watched Taxi Driver the night before that podcast. But they, you know, you, we, we, saw, we, we saw just, you know, bowls with fruits and they would just pour sugar on yep, top. Yeah, that's how and they did it. That's how they still do it here. Yeah. It's and, so I, and I remember when, when I was a kid, uh, we would put Cheerios in a bowl and then we would put whole milk on top of it and then we would put a heaping spoonful of sugar and they would and they were yeah they were running ads on tv going sugar it's very good for you and we believe that yeah yeah now maybe not so much not so much yeah yeah um aaron i mentioned the weather before we've and i wanted to ask you about this because you and i have had we've been out walking a lot we've seen melbourne weather 
And it, we could probably spend an hour talking about Melbourne weather because it's so weird. What's so weird about it? Well, I think the weird thing about Melbourne weather is that really it's just one day it's sunny, the other day it's raining. I think in that sense it's just crappier weather where some days <laughs> you're going Crappier. Yeah, where you're going to get like half the days it's going to rain. And also when you get really near the beach, it's very windy. Very now that's windy. a very good thing for kite surfing though. So we get to see these kite surfers launch themselves, I don't know, 20 feet, feet in the it's air. It's incredible. Yeah. We were watching them. We have they, to do that. Yeah, and they were flying through the air. I've never seen anything like it. And then Iden, I showed you a you video of one of the video. kite surfers yeah. jumping over an entire island. And, yeah. you know, the, your first thought is, damn, I want to do I that. I want to do that, right? Wanna... Because it looks so fun. And then I realized, wait a minute, I'm not 18 anymore. Maybe I should not do that. Maybe you, you don't want a second pelvis break no and that was actually two pelvis breaks I oh, had. and I thought you had broken three places actually no it was, I had I had three ribs or I think it was two ribs and, and my pelvis in two places but anyway yeah. it doesn't matter well that's besides ancient history I do hobble around a little bit you still know, if if uh, we're ever out in a, in a place that has you know good weather conditions nice wind uh, and beautiful beaches we have to I want to try it have to I definitely want to try it I, I want to fly through the air I mean and I'll see if I can embed that video of this guy actually literally fly, flying over an entire island on a kite board. So cool. Yeah. But true, Aaron, the weather is strange. And it's a little bit like Tasmania where you get four seasons in a day. Well, it's, we're, it's, it makes perfect sense. We're not that far away from Tasmania. Yes. yes. But it's crazy because you leave the apartment and you say, oh, let's go walk down to the beach. And you walk down to the beach and it starts to rain. And you go, oh, this is crazy. And you keep walking and then the sun comes out. Yeah, and also when you go to the beach, 17 degrees Celsius can mean a very different thing, especially on a sunny day. Yeah. If it's windy and you're at the beach, no, no amount of sun is really going to fix that. You're yeah, going to be cold. But if you go into mm. town, you're going to feel that sun, and it's going to be you know, a warm day. You're going to want to take your jacket Short off. Short sleeves, yeah. Yep. yeah. And walk three more steps and it starts hailing. We have not had hail yet, but I know, it wouldn't but I, surprise but me. But I assume there's going it, it, to be some hail. It, yes. Wait for it. Wait for it. Five minutes, yeah. you will have the hail. It's very similar to the weather of South Dakota, because we lived in Rapid City for a month and a half, I believe. It was, yeah, we were there yeah. for a month. And I would say that that was the other weird uh, weather destination was South Dakota. It where, used to be called the Sunshine State. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and good they changed it because it, it did not, uh, it was not anywhere close to reality. Well, my enduring memory of South Dakota is sitting in this rental home that we had and looking outside and, and hearing the hail come down and then looking outside and seeing, it looked like it was snow, but it was actually these large chunks of hail. I remember one time we were about a 25-minute drive from town and we drove out and it was beautiful and sunny. And then we got to the city, and then it started raining. And then as we parked, it started hailing. Mm -hmm. And then we went shopping, I think, for 10 minutes, came back, still hailing. And then halfway through our drive back, it was sunny again. Yep. That's, that, South that's Dakota the weather of you. South Dakota. South Dakota, I would say, has more extreme weather than uh, Melbourne. But I would say the biggest difference is actually real estate price. Because you cannot get a cheap place in Melbourne. Uh -huh. But when we were in South Dakota, we got a mansion for like how much a month? Uh, yeah, it was very, it was not very much very at all. Very inexpensive. Very, very inexpensive. Uh, Melbourne likes to think of itself as the coffee shop capital. And so here's one way that it, we will we'll always remember it for its coffee shops is that our grocery store, Woolies, 
or Woolworths, uh, they have a special going. And I can you tell us what the special is? Like you walk in there. <laughs> this is so minute. But um, they, if you spend more than 30 bucks, you, you get a, a free uh, drink, a free uh, It's not just a coffee. It's they a hot have, drink. They, hot have, drink. they have a barista there making the drinks, and yeah. they're, they're quite good, that's a good. That's a good deal. You get like a, a 5% return on it. It's like you're using a credit card when yeah. you're not. Well, we're, we, we're constantly spending money on that, in that grocery store, so we've had lots of free yeah. drinks. I'm well, sure free. I'm, it's included with your purchase. We shouldn't say. I'm it's sure free. our listeners are very interested in the, the drinks we and the grocery stores we decide to go to. Well, okay, uh, but that's just a way of saying that there are a lot of coffee shops and in, in and they and they take them very seriously. Mm. You walk uh, just on our street. Um, we're on a street called Fitzroy, and you you just see one coffee shop after another. People sitting there, and lots of different languages being spoken. Uh, there's uh, there's French, uh, I've heard some German. Where else are people from? There's a lot, a lot of Canadians too. A lot of yeah. uh, English speaking Canadians. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of Spanish speakers. You know, this yes. part of Australia is very multicultural. Um, unfortunately, you know, interestingly, I think I did hear more uh, diversity of languages in Los Angeles, particularly yeah, oh, near sure. Little Armenia. Oh, definitely Los Angeles. Where yeah, you LA have that Costco. Like extremely, extremely multi-ethnic. Um, I will say that we're in um, St. Kilda, which is very Jewish. So you have the Jewish delis and the bakeries and the, and the places that sell uh, bakeries with bagels. And that falafel place. And falafels. Really and, good stuff. And, uh, and it, it reminds me in a lot of ways of uh, New York or L.A. Uh, yeah, uh, we, would, of, we actually were in the Jewish part of L.A. when we were living there, like two blocks over. Yeah, yeah. And you see the... What's the, what's the name of the hat? The the furry hat. Oh yeah 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah literally you walk two two blocks over, yeah. you'll see those and um, well not everyone was wearing those hats. I, I feel I feel like it's no, more it's... ceremonial. But um, you know uh, there's another type of hat. I don't know the names of any of these things, but if you've ever been to Los Angeles, you've probably seen them a lot. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's it's very. Uh, uh, these these enclave, enclaves are great for food. If you are into food, they just make the. They have, we had have the greatest bakeries there ever, and we would walk down to the Jewish bakery, and we'd be standing in line with all these people who are Orthodox, and uh, I'm surprised they put up with us. They're like, what are these what are these American white people uh, doing here? Yeah, that was a little. They're Americans too. Little, <laughs> they're Americans too. Well, yes. Yeah, but uh, uh, you know, it, it's cheaper actually. Those bakeries oh, were, were they were so good. They and, the, were really, and it tasted really good, good too. Yes. Like they, they would give you some really good product for a really good price. Yeah, I, I sound like I'm a drug dealer now. <laughs> really good I product you, for a really good price. I got you a good price. Yeah. Um, I think there's much more to be discovered uh, about Melbourne, and we are going to be doing a lot more touring. But the big event for this week was going to the National Gallery of Victoria. And we went there yesterday evening. They have concerts and then they also had the Alexander McQueen exhibit. See when we go, went there I was expecting like Pixar, yes, uh, you know cars, that sort of stuff and it was just like young women, That's like 14 year olds in, in, in designer clothes. Yeah. Alexander McQueen is a fashion designer who died in 2010 but uh, you know his work lives on. Yeah. He's fond of putting uh, horns on women. I just yes. there's no other way of describing it. A lot of his models have antlers or horns, like uh, sheep's horns. I also noticed that most of the dresses were made out of 
floor mats. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't, I've never seen anyone dress like that, but I guess it's art. So, uh, Aaron, what did you think of, uh, I almost called him Steve McQueen, Alexander McQueen? You know, it was very interesting. There were some interesting dresses. Some of them I actually thought were aesthetical. Um, they were just nice looking. Um, others were just Not so very, nice. very strange. And I can understand why someone like that would get along. Particularly, this was an exhibit that had been taken from LACMA, the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, which we've been to. We know that, yeah. We know that museum. Wait, they moved it from it's there? It's a touring exhibit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just an exhibit. So in any case, I can understand why this would have a certain artistic appeal, especially with modern tastes and particularly with a lot of different ideas surrounding art and particularly with fashion and women's fashion. I can understand why something like this would be popular. And I remember reading a quote from the wall um, from Alexander McQueen, and he said that he wanted the women that he dressed um, to be frightening to people who looked at them. He wanted people oh, to be really? scared of the women who he dressed. Mission accomplished. And I think that to a certain extent he accomplished that, but in a very, very strange and symbolic way that might not be I'm like scared of you, but more like what the hell are you wearing? If I saw, if I saw, saw one of those women in the street, I would actually start laughing. Uh, I would start laughing at how how ridiculous the outfit is, uh, and it. But I feel like the the fear mostly comes from thinking about the confidence that you would need to pull off a dress like that. Personally, I I find I think it's comedy. So I I saw yeah I I agree with you. I actually saw some of the models uh, you know pictures of the models that had been modeling some of his clothes, and they were all you know the expression heroin chic. Very they were pale. all very tall and very pale, and I find that intimidating because, um, you know, I watched all these zombie movies when I was growing up, and they look like zombies. Well, yeah, and you could, you, um, what's a good object? You know, you could cut diamonds with their cheekbones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they, they do have, have very know, chiseled looks. They also, yes. you know, they look like for lunch they ate a single cashew. Too. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, uh, I, th I think people uh, back then maybe they, they were they were kind of closeted in in their um, distaste for that look, but now everyone's like, no, no. You mean two thousand seven? Like, no. It was, if yeah, you look at two thousand seven is when he was doing his exhibits because he died in two thousand ten. Yeah, I know. But people were closeted then. I, I, if you look at a fashion, I'm not a fashion expert. Sorry. I want silence. Okay, there. If you look at a fashion. <laughs> If you look at a fashion show nowadays, you will not see people as razor thin as they were back then. I like the fact that there's a lot of culture in Melbourne. And, yeah. uh, you know, everywhere you go, there's British. an old building, uh, there's some kind of a traditional heritage, there's a monument in the park, and people here do seem to care a lot more than in other Australian cities whose names we will not mention. Uh, I feel like this place really does care a lot about culture. So that's, mm. that's something to be said for Melbourne. And the, the Formula One is pretty interesting, too. I mean, it just sounds like a bunch of angry hornets every time they race their cars outside. Uh, the I, You know, I remember the last time that I was at a Formula One race. We were in Long Beach years and years ago, and it's just so, so loud. So I'm going to be glad that the race will be over. I could, actually, it ended today, so no more loud races. Yeah, That's and great. also another thing about those races is that they really crowded the metro. And this they is did. an interesting thing that we discovered the other day is that you can get a Metro card if you have um, an Android phone. 
for basically free. All you have to do is load up the card and it's completely digital. All you have to do is go to Google Maps, pick some metro instructions for the tram, and then it'll give you an option to add a uh, MyKey card, which is MyKey is the card that you use to use all the metro here. And you can uh, download a MyKey card and then put money onto it, which is yeah. really amazing. I think that of all of the cities that we've been to in Australia, this one has the best mass transit. It has, it's phenomenal. You have a tram right outside our uh, door, and then you can, you can catch that and take you right into town. And, um, and it's very reasonably priced, too. Um, the thing I don't like about mass transit in some cities is really expensive. This is actually priced well. Yeah. Uh, our question of the week, again, is have you ever been to a city where the weather was so weird that it ended up being the very thing that you talked about when you came home? Like, wow, the weather was so unusual. I'm talking about South Dakota and Melbourne, maybe the Antarctic, I don't know. Places that you've been where the weather is weird. Please tell me your story, and we will read your comments next week. And speaking of which, we're at the end of this podcast, and it's time to read your comments. So let's get right to it. Uh, we had a lot of comments last week about the place that was so bad that you would never talk about it. Of course, people did want to talk about the places they, they had been. Uh, uh, Lynn said the Painted Desert of Arizona comes to mind. She says after seeing the original Red Rocks, it's boring, especially with kids younger than 13. So I have a question for you guys. When you were younger than 13, which was not so long ago, when you drove through the desert, did you think it was also boring? Yes. <laughs> you know, frankly, I think okay. that there's a lot of expectation that comes into travel. People don't go to places because they, you know, they're just testing it out. They're going to places because they heard great things about it and they want this guarantee of a good experience. They have this expectation. And so when that expectation, you know, your kids are not going to live in the same mind space that you do when your kids don't value the same things. That can suck really badly, particularly when you're talking about natural phenomenon, where it's like, oh, isn't this beautiful? And your kids just don't have filter, and they're like, no, Dad, this sucks. I want mm -hmm. to go back. I want to, like, watch VTubers or whatever. <laughs> okay. VTubers. That's funny. Lehman says, 25 years ago, I would have never mentioned Anguilla. Uh, now there's been too many mentions, and the little slice of paradise has been discovered. Up went the access, up went the prices, and out went the backwater charm. So stay away from Anguilla. Uh, we may be in that part of the world fairly soon. Where's and Anguilla? Anguilla it's is an island. Um, it's an island in the Caribbean. Oh, okay. So no, no Anguilla. Thanks for the warning, Lehman. Uh, but Lehman also mentions that... Uh, Lehman has a new favorite, but won't mention it. I love the secrecy. <laughs> Lehman mentions in the comments, a fisherman never discloses his best spot. Susan says, a place that we never discuss. My husband and I spent a month in Panama. Panama City was filled with high-rise buildings that appeared to be nearly empty. We did not get a good feeling about the country at all, including a week in Contradina Island. The island was Awful, very polluted, and there's no sewer or sewage treatment facility on the island. Yuck. The pipes drain directly into the ocean and can be seen on the filthy beaches. All right, not going there. No Panama. No Panama. No Contrabina Island. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us on the LA Confidential Podcast. I'm Christopher Elliott. 
with Aiden, Aaron, Elliot. Say goodbye, guys. Ciao. Ciao, ciao.